but I don't get paid for it. <laughs> so anyway, exhaustion. Did you read that? I wrote that in there for us to talk about today in gripping reality. When, now, if you, if you, if you, if you put something up there, you have to send me a text. I put something up there. Read it. I'm not sitting here by my computer with bated breath that smells like fish to <laughs> to constantly check my my Google Drive to find out. To find out what cheapers. I can't think and talk at the same time. <laughs> we know that Good part. podcast so record. I'm going to podcast record. Huh? Yeah. There's nothing up there. Nothing well, changed. Yes, there is. I put it in there this morning. I don't know where. Where? Where did you your put page. It was Let the me refresh what? my page. Yeah, whatever. Exhaustion. You need to talk about this because you need and must and ought and should talk about this. Your favorite part of all. (laughs) Podcast stuff. Podcast stuff. Podcast record. (laughs) Exactly what I just. What? No, there's nothing in there. That's what right. I put up yesterday. Well, here's you the did, deal. And it's been shared with you, so. I know. But, you know, people are waiting for us to talk about something of, of importance. So stop looking at your drive and, and uh, you know, go there. So anyway, I had an idea this morning because I'm reading a new book. And I thought this fits in perfectly with where we are. Okay. Because we, we talked, well, we talked about sanity in, after in the election. And now afterwards... I'm reading this new book. It's called um, the the ruthless elimination of hurry. The ruthless elimination of hurry. Do you know who it's by? by Yeah, by a guy named John Mark Connor. Comer, Comer, C O M E R. And I'll tell you more about it after I get further into it. But what I read today kind of sparked a thought in my mind. Ruthless elimination. Ruthless elimination of hurry. Do you want me to write this quickly or accurately? Uh, you don't have to write it all because I'll remind you because I know you'll forget and you'll lose the note in the mess that you have on your desk. Just like you tried to find it the other day and you couldn't find it. So it's okay. <laughs> but By John, is- John Mark who? Comer, C-O-M-E-R. Got it. I'm oh, there. God. I'm exhausted dealing with you. That's the... <laughs> so wait a minute. Is it is it the elimination of exhaustion or the exim- elimination of hurry? It's elimination of hurry, but it sparked a little thing in my brain, which, Got you it. know, that happens from time to time. That really right now where people are is in this whole thing of being exhausted... We just came out of whatever we want to call this. And for people maybe archiving this, you know, we just finished the 2020 elections out of the 2020 COVA, out of the 2020 Black Lives Matter protest. Out of the- and you're actually sitting there saying with a straight face, we're done with the election. <laughs> it's actually in the courts and 
Trump has not conceded as of this date, five, a week after the election, and he's going to fight this tooth and nail, and he stacked the Supreme Court specifically so that he would be able to overturn anything Biden does. So are you trying so to So the election's that, not done. Are People you, are still voting, that, from what I understand. They're <laughs> producing ballots all the time. <laughs> That's what that sound vote is. Vote often. <laughs> vote local, I, vote often, whatever it is. A, so that sound I hear is the machine going... Cha-ching, 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 right? It's my neighbors. They're Mimeograph print- machine. Yeah, they read. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty valid. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that smell. <laughs> oh, how old are we? This is really bad. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay, so 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 people are exhausted. But that's a generalized statement because uh, at least two or three people that I know are not exhausted out well, of 325 million. So it's not everybody. But close. But by Why? the time... But by the time we're done with trying to figure out who actually is president, everyone will be exhausted. Okay, even their dogs and cats. I mean, yeah, cats yawn a lot. That is true. So they they seem to be near the edge edge of exhaustion. Exhaustion. We put that in the area we call depletion. So people are at a very intense level depleted, whipped, overwhelmed, yeah. tired. Yeah. Sad. Dis disenfranchised. Grieving. Yeah. Hurting. Wounded. Sad. Lost. Lost. That's a good word. It's not a good word. I like that um, word when you talk about depletion. numb. Ooh. I put really I put numb as extremely intense exhaustion. What it is not the- mild. It it's it's not a mild feeling to go numb. It's Can actually a safety device. Okay, hang on. I guess I'm trying to remember. Overwhelmed, exhausted. Different people put to- a top word, whipped. I feel like crap, you know, or Ooh. an S word. You know, I'm, I'm, Ooh, the I'm top done. one. Do you, do you remember what the top one was on the list? No, not off the top of my well, head. Well, these really fit because these we didn't we didn't say any of these. Which is kind of amazing, since we're the guys that wrote this. <laughs> well, the top. Well, so I'll do the top. It's so here. good that I have to refer to it to find out what I said, so yeah, I yeah, know whatever. how to use it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So ache. Yeah, ache. Tell me, this doesn't sound sound like a lot of the feelings you hear people saying right now. I mean, seriously, ache, despondency. Ooh. Yeah, despondent. I mean, I don't know what to do. I'm just right. Uh, here's here's a good one. Brokenheartedness. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Lostness. We already did. We did loss, so we got close. Yeah. Here, here's here's also also a really good one. abandonment. Abandoned. Yep. Yeah. I feel abandoned. I yeah. mean, that's what's happening. That's what happens with all the staffers right now at the house, right? Anguish. Which. That I've I've heard people even in like stores where I'm shopping the the anguished feelings and the emotions of despair. That one's a big one. Right, it is. And then the top one, dun da da, agony and deadness. Yeah, agony. Yep. Yeah. 
those those um Hey, this is a really happy conversation, isn't it? Well, I, <laughs> we're doing good here so far. I think it's so. <laughs> for anybody who's listening, please stay with us because we actually have some helpful tips that are going to kind of work on this. Yeah, well, as that's far as I'm here. concerned, I'm about ready to go to sleep. <laughs> or that, or get a large bottle with a large oh, straw goodness. and just go for it. Because. <laughs> <laughs> because you might as well just pack it all in. I think I think one of the things that I find quite interesting, and it's hard for us to talk about any of these subjects without uh, naturally falling into the very broad brush and using right. ever, never, always language. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. feeling this way. There doesn't yeah. seem to be any hope. Yeah. We're not moving forward. Yeah. Kind of, we tend to say it that way. And one of the factors that occurs when people become super depleted, really, the that's the word we use for this entire line uh, right. of, of exactly. emotion when they become super depleted um, the the all the processes of creativity of function of relationship tend to get bled out and right. so I don't have any ideas what to do you know my mind I'm totally blanked um, would be a common expression mm. um, you know, there's nothing we can do about this. Getting into extreme language, there's nothing we right. can do. Uh, it, you know, it's just abysmal. And this becomes one of the the challenges for how do we solve or resolve uh, some of these very, very intense feelings without saying there really is no point in trying to resolve them because there is no resolution. It is hopeless. Right. And I, right. I don't know if we added hopeless into the list of 40 or 45 but the but the reality is the loss of hope, the loss of energy, the loss of drive, the depletion of pick, put the word depletion in there, depletion of of ideas, depletion of um, uh, energy, being able to move forward. Um, any of those words, if you supplant the uh, description with a depletion of fill in a blank, something. The question is then what has drained dry? What, right. what is it that's gone? Right. And why is that gone? Then we come back to the eternal two questions, which we will ask in every single podcast from now until the end of time. Even after we are dead, we're going to keep asking exactly. these questions. And it's that going to be on a repeat. Yeah. What does it do to me? What is this situation? What is this hopelessness what is this factor in my uh perception of my world what is it doing to me and what am i going to do with it and in highly depleted exhausted overwhelmed um obliterated wounded stabbed in the back you know i feel um agonizing i feel anguish any Despair, of those words pick right. any of those words right. something has drained out and i don't know how to recover it Right. So the objective is my counseling work was to help people who were in a a depleted state. They might most often call it depressed. I'm depressed. Right. Look at the outcome. Even right. even the celebration, the people that were just hooting and hollering for Biden's win or the projected win or the alleged win or however you want to say it right now, right. we're still in the mix. Um I can be exhausted today, a week later, exactly. because all exactly. of the energy has gone out 
and and we've hooped and hollered and yelled and clapped and and that takes energy so it depletes us and if there's not something that's restoring that level of energy we get to four or five days later and say you know i am so depressed with what's going on in the country and my guy won right and 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 i don't know what to do with that that is incredibly natural it is very very appropriate and human for the depletion to occur the the key question is what can i do to resolve that how do i get past it how do i get through it and i think part of what you just said is is really uh fundamental and for for people to understand this is a normal process yeah this this is not a bad thing this is not a, a negative thing in of itself. Again, coming back to the very things that we teach and we help people understand, emotions in of, of themselves are not positive or negative. They are neutral. The question is, is what do you do with those emotions in how does it affect you? What are you going to do about it? Well, where the where I think we have a a significant disconnect so much in our culture is that Somehow we see all the people who are, you know, celebratory and are all over the, you know, this is so great. And people who are depleted, those people who are depleted, there's something inherently wrong with them because they are now depleted. They're, they're despairing. They're hurting. You know, I mean, so wait, 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 wait. Cl- clarify that because that sounded what you just said. I know you're saying it correctly in your mind. Say it accurately. If somebody's hearing that for the first time, which part? They're not wrong to feel depleted. No, they are not wrong to feel depleted. No, they are not. So in their mind, they may be saying, "I'm a failure. Right. I'm doing something exactly. wrong." Wrong. By being, because right. uh, because I feel down, because I'm wounded, because I'm despairing, because of these things. That's your yeah. Thank you for doing that because that's. There's nothing wrong with those feelings. And to, because if you go down that rabbit trail, then you've got a whole other set of problems that you're going to have to deal with at that level. And so that's really critical that you understand. We don't use the word problems, we say challenges. Yeah, that challenge. We have a whole set of challenges we're going So the. Stop already. I'm trying to make a real point. Try to be serious. Go ahead. And what do I get? Yeah, right. Now go ahead. You want me I to pulled do? one of the rails out. Let's see if we can get this train back up on the tracks. Go. Jeez. All right. Your turn. I think, so <laughs> go away. I hate you. Just so you know. Oh, wait Stand in the most loving way. Uh, the it. most loving way. Yes. I'm, exactly. with, <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> so. It comes back to that question of what do I do with this? Okay, my guy lost. I watching people celebrate, which I don't get to do, is totally has me bummed out. And so, you know, now we got these two guys saying, well, you know, hey, here's the issue. I think for, the first part of that has to needs to be, if you will, sorry, if you will. Look at the causal effects of where is this coming from in the in the depletion. What where where did that come from? And start thinking that through of what that issue really is that now has caused me to be brokenhearted, 
to be despaired. And let's go back and and put that in the place of reality of perception, because you're absolutely right. People who are, if you are, I mean, if we're th- if we're saying, you know, people that are celebratory are getting are going to get exhausted, and then because things are going to go hard, and so we don't know. We we may be in this in this quagmire for a month or two. You know, I mean, by law, um, I believe that that law for this go around, the final has to be. I mean, the courts will finally decide by December 12th. That's the date. Right. So so we have over a month that this could be drawn out and we could be fidgeting all over the place. You are so short-sighted. <laughs> you need to put your glasses back on and get binocular glasses that make your eyesight go further because it is possible that this argument and debate can go on for the next 40 years people will never give up i mean you go back to (laughs) gore versus bush in 2000 it's been 20 years and i actually know real living breathing human beings who still resent that george bush got the presidency by a hanging chad and having stacked (laughs) the supreme court so it was a five to four decision and the fifth justice that was wavering back and forth flipped a coin it stood on its edge and finally fell over for george bush that's why he was president and to this day they disregard that he had a legitimate presidency that i mean the reality is that this this trump the trump versus biden fight can go on for decades with some people saying i will never ever give up hope that trump will get this overturned so that's where the exhaustion comes from i can't change the outcome but by golly i'm gonna try or in my mind i refuse to accept it and that alone can lead to exhaustion there you go again causal where is this coming so it would be great if it was done by december 12 and we're all happy and we come to accept the reality that joe biden is the president and after he served the term and uh, Kamala Harris has become the next president for two more terms. People will still be fighting about this <laughs> until death do us part. I mean, that's where they're going. That's where this is going. This is a prophecy, folks. <laughs> prophecy. <laughs> and may it not come true. That's all I could say. You know, I mean, hey, if you're going to take on the robe of a prophet, you better get it right, buddy, because you only got one blooming chance. And if you don't get it right the first time, you're done. I mean, well, I will be able Christmas to say, Twitter. no, 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 no. I will be able to say <laughs> in in uh, uh, th- uh, 16 years that if my prophecy did not come true, somebody digitally enhanced my mouth <laughs> and made it seem as if I said something that I actually didn't say. The technology is no. already here. Given 20 more years, Listen, it'll be a couple gonna, of pushes of the button. I, I'm going to live long enough to make sure that does not happen because you're going to die first, and I won't let that happen. I will say, see? That's I'm why gonna, he died. I'm gonna I'm gonna be Max Headroom. And I'm gonna go right into the computer. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna live the Matrix. I will never die ever. Okay. I am going to be, I'm going to be alive in the computer system forever. Oh. All right. Asking two questions so. by which, at our fourth podcast, people are bored out of their minds. What does it do to me, and what do I do with it? Okay, okay, okay. What does it do to me? The problem is, what is it actually? 
that I'm asking the question about what's it do. What is it to be right. exhausted? Right. That's right. That's right. That's a better starter question. When I am in anguish, what is the anguish I'm feeling? Is it mental anguish, physical anguish? Is it health anguish? Is it what, what, what is the anguish I'm feeling? And, and many people, when that question is presented, don't have language to even put into terms. They, They know it's a word that expresses what they feel, but they don't really know what is it that they're feeling. Right. Or wounded. Right. What's the wound right. itself? Well, well this what's happened. The wound itself? Right. That's not the wound. No. I got stabbed. Well, I had a surgeon cut into me to do surgery. I got stabbed, but I don't right. see that as a wound. Well, I have a scar from it, but I don't right. see that as a an emotional scar. So the right. mere fact that someone else does something in my direction or to me or says something about me. That in and of itself is not the anguish. That's not the depletion. That's not the point of exhaustion. I have to be able to say, in me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grip this. I'm gonna own this. Right. I am exhausted right now. What does that mean? I, I right. went to sleep last night. I woke up as tired as no, I went was. to sleep. But I, right. no matter how much I sleep, I don't ever feel rested. Okay, right. that's an evidence. That's an outcome of the exhaustion. But what is the exhaustion itself? That's a very, very challenging question to ask. It is. And because it brings us back to that whole aspect, again, of what what we are saying, owning your reality and understanding what that reality is. So what is it? about right now let's take where we are as a country what is it about that reality that is exhausting you that has you broken hearted well i lost the election no that's not what has you broken hearted okay um so what is that dynamic behind that broken heartedness that is causing you to feel brokenhearted. What really is that if we're saying you have to own this in your own in your own sphere, in your own world, what is that woundedness? What is that causing that, that causal thing that's there that now you find yourself brokenhearted? How how would you respond to that? Let me let me throw out a theory okay. i had a i had a friend uh in a couple last couple of days that has listened to the early podcasts the uh, ones that we've done so far and uh, her comment to me was i can follow most of what you say but when it gets really cerebral i'm not really sure how to fit the pieces together i don't know that i have enough information to actually understand really what you're saying. I said, so what do you do? Fast forward or what do you do? She goes, well, I actually turn it off and then I come back to it uh, the next day or, or sometime later and back up a little bit and listen to it over again. I said, well, that's a good technique. And I, so it was a very interesting feedback not to get sure. too cerebral because people aren't sure. watching this because they really want right. to learn something. They want to laugh a little bit. And so, you know, they can laugh at me, which is pointless. They can laugh at you, which you're going to get something out of. So, so, so let one of the things that we teach is that the, (laughs) that the uh, red solo cup, I love that song. It's on country radio. Um, 
the one of the things we teach is that there is an interaction that occurs between our perceptions, our emotions, our motivations, and our behaviors. They're really truly interactive. Right. So our motivations, the five drivers that we talk about in motivation, affect the way we feel. Here's my theory. Here's my theory. Okay. In the five drivers, we scaled them on a variable of what we call fluidity. How flexible or how open to uh, alteration is that driver? So we put the right. most flexible one as conversation right. in the middle. I'm not going to, we're not going to analyze that right now. We'll talk about that later. But in the middle, we put values. And sometimes our values are in conflict with one another. Or fourth is habits. The fifth one we called culture or identity. Here's where I think the exhaustion comes in. Exhaustion is in the emotional systems. And we call it depletion. When a factor or set of factors in our world as we see it actually requires a shift of our culture. That's exhausting. Right. Sometimes it's only pushing hard on our habits and we have to develop new habits. Now, there are some people who have a certain drive uh, pathway to get home. They drive the same road, the same speed. They actually see the same drivers in the same cars and they right. become friends. It's a community right. of people who drive right. at 530 at night on that highway. And uh, typically they'll have then all of a sudden. There is not just merely an accident, but they're replacing a bridge. So they divert the traffic into three different detours and you have to pick kind of the best one, but none of them are straight routes. One's a four lane highway, but eight miles further. One's a two lane highway with five stoplights. It's the shortest. So you, now you're, what's the best way to get home? I don't know. So every single drive presses on your habits and you get home from work picking one of them or alternating between between the three they never have become a new habit you don't want them to become a new habit you want to get back mm -hmm. to seeing the girl in the green car and the guy in the red sports car right. and waving to them because you're a community you want to get back to that but it's going to be two years before that bridge is done so right. you spend two years having your habits pushed on now we come to this election what has been going on the last 35 years in Republican versus Democrat has been the pendulum has swung way to the right and then way to the left and way to the right and way to the left. So there's no alliance or agreement between them. So when the pendulum swings to the left, the people who are to the right are exhausted because now it's not just their habits, it's the very culture that is being shoved, it's being moved, and, and you try to hold it in place, but you cannot hold it in place. Right. So it's that, so now in the motivations, when we're at that intense level of the fifth driver, which is very immovable, being moved, the friction, mm -hmm. the pressure, the right. amount, even a slight shift of culture, is going to have major repercussions right. in our perceptions. Now, it may right. not actually really change the world all that much for me personally, but in terms of my emotional response, any movement of that, that gigantic pyramid 
which is so massive to move it an inch is is overwhelming and right, that's right. what leads me towards that idea so instead of saying let's deal with your exhaustion let's find out what is the exhaustion and right. i would go to motivators and say okay what in your perception of your culture your identity is being pushed right, right. how is it being affected Right. right now, I say, well, it's going to be in January or it will be in March or it will be by the time the next Congress is seated. But that's my perception. Right. And I'm exhausting myself because my perceptions are firing my motivations, which are triggering my emotions. And that's how it becomes interactive right. in, my, in and, my thought. Let's explore that. Well, and I and I would I would say on that, that where the the culture in this particular setting, the, you have the converse of the other side of the culture that has been exhausted because they have had to deal with this tribalism of right side, if you will, because we're talking right and left. That that's why I I believe you see so many people on, even though they're, even though quote unquote, you know that that side has won they when they come down off of this they're still exhausted from all of what they've had to do yes to try to try to deal with the culture that kept trying to move their culture you know in a direction that they kept pushing back against and having it changed so now you have the but the i think what's different this time around why i and why I threw this out here today to talk about exhaustion really was as I was thinking through these pieces and I knew we'd probably come, you know, somewhere into this land, somewhere into this probably differently one on that whole concept is that we have spent the last four, four and a half years, if you will, really solidifying that culture in a, in a, a very different way, I believe in, in our society than we've ever done before. And so it has, it's become, even though our country was quote unquote divided before that, I think we have now gotten divided around an incredibly strong identity that, that now when that is being pushed and being, you now have to change and you have to figure out how you're going to function because you didn't have to function within the framework of a different culture. Now you have to do that, but this has become so intense and so entrenched that we're having an extremely difficult time moving back up this scale and motivations to get to values, to get to open forum, to get to discussion where we can actually figure out how how to to make this function in a way that makes sense for all of us. Uh, at least have the real dialogue that can help us move back down in the area of ex exhaustion because we're able now to function within our culture without it being so um, threatened or pushed or changed on a consistent basis because we can actually have a conversation about this. Well, the one of the issues that's up on the table then is at what point will authentic discussion and dialogue begin because right. if a person is saying uh, Republicanism and Trumpism is my culture, 
and and now you say, okay, well, let's talk about what values do we want in American society, or the conversation never starts. I'm done. You're. I'm never going to. I'm not going to talk to you again. And families have broken up over this. Friendships have been dissolved right. uh, from people who were pro-Trump compared to people. There's really four camps. There's pro-Trump. There's pro-Biden. There's anti-Trump, which is not necessarily pro-Biden. And there's anti-Biden, which is not necessarily pro-Trump. And it might be, but it might not be. And so you end up with these four quadrants. Uh, and plus all the multiples of independence and and on and on right. and on. I mean, we right. really have a lot of shards that are pretty right. sharp out there. But you have those four. And when you have somebody who is pro-Trump and anti-Biden at the same time, that becomes much more of a cultural issue than right. somebody who is in exactly. one of those four boxes right. without without right. aligning them. So the right. so then you end up with an entrenchment. That says, I'm not even going to talk to you. I give your position no respect, and I'm just going to wait you out. And uh, my biggest hope is that Donald Trump will run just like Grover Cleveland did. He ran, he lost, he ran again and got a second term after the guy who followed him. And that's, we're going to go for that again. And, And it's like, really? You're never going to give this up. We're, you're not going to. You're not talking reality here. And they say, right. "Yeah, Grover Cleveland. He wasn't talking reality either, and he did it." So, uh-huh. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> okay. How about that? We're in for twelve more years of exhaustion. Now, the, exactly. the, ultimately, the question is going to be, um, what do we what do we do about it? Where's the right. resolution of this level of exhaustion? Right. Is it right. stopping having the value or the cultural identity? Is it just give up who you are and right. not care anymore? How can you still care and not be exhausted in the process? Right. That, that, that's a really, that's a vital question. And I think there, I think we have to maybe even ask, um, uh, a more basic question. I don't know if it is a, a question that says, at what cost? At what cost am I willing to stay in this kind of mode that I know is causing exhaustion in myself and those around me? So at what cost, where do we in the final analysis decide Wait a minute. There are things that are more valuable than this culture, which I am. I right, am, but the, the people who have something that's more valuable, they've already given up the fight on this. They've already given that up. So people who say, hey, you know, I've been married to my spouse 11 years, but that's not worth preserving if it's going to mean I have to turn against Trump or if I turn against Biden or my Democratic values, my Republican ideals. That the other people who are willing to let's say negotiate their call in their own mind, not necessarily with somebody else, but they're willing right. to say, okay, I had my time. I lost. I now have my time, but I won't keep it forever. Um, th- those people are still, um, they've already given up this fight and are beginning to recover. It's the people that won't do that. Give, they won't give up that cultural Identity. They're going to fly a Trump flag in front of their house. They're going to wear their red MAGA hat 
until it literally falls apart. They'll say, I'm going to wear this until I die and bury it with me, bury me in my MAGA hat. And th that's their culture. That's right. You can look mm -hmm. at that from the outside and say, that's just totally wrong. That, that is hopeless. That is worthless. But to be to impinge on someone's culture, which they have adopted, is really their right and privilege to do so. If right. they say, if that individual says, this is very empowering to me, they're really angry, they're determined, right. they're very highly right. competitive, they're energized right. by this fight, and they don't want to resolve it. I'm, I'm not going to tell them they have to. I, I'm just going to respect that's where you are. Good to know. Um, I might be able to go out for dinner with you, and I might not. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. But when a person says, I am caught up in this, and I don't know how to get out of it. I don't even know who I am anymore. I thought for sure we were going to win and win big. There's a different exhaustion than the red versus blue, the red antagonistic blue. Right, right, there is exactly. the blue exhaustion. Right. Which is, I absolutely was 100% confident we were going to get the Senate, we were going to get the House, we were going to get the presidency, and it was going to be an overwhelming mandate. Joe, Bi <coughs> Joe Biden was going to sweep the nation and have an uh, electoral college count of 410 and blow Trumpism out of the water. And we're still counting individual cities within counties <laughs> to find out how do you have do you have 271? What happens if we end up with 269 exactly even, which is possible within our system? Um, what happens then? So there's also blue on blue exhaustion. I thought for sure we were going to blow away. Now we're going to go through. Then at least the next two years right. of nothing is going to get done because it has to go through the Senate, the Senate and it's right. still being led by Mitch McConnell. And it is still not they're not going to pass anything. So Biden is going to um, do executive orders that that takes away from the people, from the legislature, from the judicial. It just subverts the entire system. But that's what Obama did. That, that's what Clinton did. That's what Reagan did. That's right. what Abraham Lincoln did. Right. Because they, right. the system broke down when it was that hamstrung. Right. So you have people who blue on blue are exhausted because they thought it was going to be a big sweep. And it turned out to be a meek little peep over the line. That, that's so exhausting. Yeah. So let's get back to the, that, that center group. You know, we we understand the dynamic of the the culture of I'm going to die with my mega hat on or I'm going to die with my whatever it is, Black Lives Matter hat or whatever. You know, where I'm not, I shall not be moved. You know, that's my song. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do. This is who I am. I'm not going to entertain any conversation. Right. And those are those are out at the wings. We're talking about the people in the middle say, right. help we, me with this. We help me talk, not be exhausted yeah, we, all the exactly. time. Exactly. So these are the people that we want to have we want to address here in the last few minutes of what we're talking about here because those folks who are exhausted, which is to be I I I perceive are the majority of people within our country that are thoughtful people that are individuals that 
they're raising families. They're, you know, I mean, they're, you got millennials to boomers to traditionalists still that are alive, you know, and, and everybody in between. Um, and and they're, they are, they're tired, they're exhausted. But because now they're having to come back and do exactly what we were talking about, they have to take the culture that they have somewhat ingrained them into and now realize that that culture is being shifted on me. What do I do with that? Okay, what's the answer? I ask the questions, you come up with the answers. Well, the answer to me is that we begin first. <laughs> Thank you. It's so nice to have you here because I can't figure some of this stuff out. <laughs> I, I, I mean, we talk about this all the time in depletion. What is it? We what we're doing? We're we're saying in any of these in, in any of these areas that when you go up the up the rail up the chart in acceptance or exposure or empowerment or celebration or depletion then you are getting yourself way outside the bounds of what's going to be really effective for you as a person. So we, you know, we say, okay, what we want to do is back you down emotionally so that you can function well and you can have a balance in your life and you can, your reality has, has a balance to it that you can own and understand. I think the first thing has to happen is you, people have, that that whole dynamic of realizing you're there. I mean, I I think there's hundreds and thousands of people out here who don't realize they're depleted. They're just okay. So that that's gripping your reality. Take yeah. ownership for where you are. Exactly. That's okay. very much to start there. Because if you don't start there, you're not going to do anything about it. You're just going to keep bumping into the wall and trying to figure out what you're doing, and and that's not going to work then how are you going to get back off that ledge? Well, again, what you're saying is causal. So let's let's say it's not about the fact we lost the, the election. All right, we we'll say, well, but it is. Well, no, why did you want to win the election? To me, then, is, 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 is a bigger question. Well, because I wanted Trump in there. Well, why did you want Trump in there? Well, because he shares the same values and and whatever, well, kind of, but not really. He's going to fight for me and all that. I said, okay, those are effects. What's the core? What's the root of this? And my, my probably analysis of connecting, if we were doing it that way, is I think eventually what <clears throat> you're looking at, you're looking at core values in your life. You're looking at hope, right, which is a, is an abstract perspective, but it is very much alive that my hope was in this guy that he was going to make things happen the way I want them to happen. Well, what is that? That is that you're put yourself in the hands of somebody else that says they're going to take care of the issues for me because he's our leader. I get that. But what you've done now is you have allowed yourself to invest in someone where your hope is to take care of those issues. And that hope has been dashed because he is no longer possible. It's no longer possible for that to happen if the election holds, right? Or so, unless he starts a shadow government that has its own agenda and you end up with people back in outland Montana or rural New York or wherever, South Carolina, who says, we're just going to have our own culture. We're going to do our own culture. And the, the democratic demands 
from the elites of the urban centers are not going to change the way we function in our town. And that right. actually happens. I mean, that's, oh, that's yeah, yeah. happening now. So the, the challenge then can be we end up with, with uh, massive separate cultures that is really not. When Joe Biden said, I'm going to be the president for all Americans, every single president. Donald Trump said the same thing. Well, know, he doesn't say, hey, I'm only going for the red people and I'm not I'm going to be against the blue people from day one. He, nobody ever says that in their acceptance. Speech. Right, right. The question is, what's really going to happen? Exactly. And and it can be where he says, I, I'm the president for everyone. But but a, a significant portion of the red side of the country says what the blue side said when Hillary lost, not my president. And they right. really meant that. You're right. not my president. I'm not following what you say. And, right. and and so now we end up with this cultural battle that is, but what if we lose the unified value, what it means to be an American? And there were right. people after Hillary and there were people after Donald Trump that say, I don't care about that. Right. I really don't. You know, the idea of having a unified America means I have to give up what I think. No way, right. not going to happen. So well, I think I think we so had that. Would, I think I think we had that little kind of incident, same same kind of incident that happened. Like what? Uh, if I remember my history, 1861, 1860, with a guy by the name of Abraham Lincoln, when that very same thing happened in our right. culture. Well, in the in the right in the in the first election of Lincoln, 1860, the that election became president in 61. The South seceded from the Union within two weeks. Right. That 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 began. Right. When he was elected, they said, "We're done. We're walking right. out." And the right. seeds of that go back forty years earlier. And I used to right. think when I was a student in high school, forty years, holy cow, that just took like a quarter of American history. And now I look at forty years. Oh wow, that <laughs> went. That was fast. They really did that. That really did that fast. So don't don't call us old. But what I'm telling you is, forty years is not that long. <laughs> and 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 then his second election, the, he beat McClellan, who was a Southern general. He was fighting for the for the South, but the reality was nobody wanted to be president. Right. That everyone in the media, the social culture, was saying this is Lincoln's war. He started it. It needs to be right. dumped in his lap right. till he right. burns up. And right. he right. solved the war within a few months. They they uh, declared peace at Appomattox, and Lincoln was dead within two weeks. Right. So, again, back to, I think, you know, we, we want to make sure we, we bring this full circle of resolve. And so if that if that's where I am in in my tribalism, because I've lost this now. And getting to the root of why I am in despair, why I am brokenhearted, it's it's not about the loss of an election. You have to you that dynamic of learning yourself what is going on in relationship to your expectations and your expectations have not been fulfilled what are those expectations that you have in regards to the president your guy the system all those things that now they've been taken away and you see them as loss yeah and they have they're causing this emotion in you and a level of determination i would you know i would agree with you i think i think there's a real possibility here that how 
deeply entrenched you are in the culture itself causes you to move further up the the the, le- the lever the level of depletion because your expectations of, of exa- are, right yeah of exhaustion of depletion because your expectations are much higher okay then so we're going to run out of time in this particular session so we have to have something really practical and so i have something it. really really practical oh i do too so go for it see if yours is what mine is do you want to go first why don't you go first? Because mine's better. And then by the time I do mine, you won't want to say anything. So you go ahead and start first. But mine's no, better. No, because because you'll just trash me for the next 10 no, minutes. No, I will not. I promise. Done. I yes, promise you, I will not. You, I will not. You have promised me so many times. Are you I kidding have, me? This time I mean it. This time I really mean it. <laughs> this is like Lucy and Pina and, and Charlie Brown with the football, right? <laughs> don't bring that particular illustration up right now. <laughs> And, and you folks, if I share guess. my idea, you won't want to share yours because mine is so much better. But so that's why I'm saying share your idea. I think that would be very important. I'm listening with both ears. Well, actually, I'm only listening with one ear, but take it as two. You want me to go first? I will. Yes, go first because be, okay. you're being Lucy and I don't want to miss the football. No, no. Once again, no. because you'll pull it up. All right. Me. So, so aside from you sitting there, everybody who's listening here, this is for you. The principle is this. Pick your nose carefully. That's the principle. Pick your nose carefully. Now, nose is not this thing that holds your glasses up. It's N-O-E-S, the plural of the word no. Figure out what do you need to say no to that is a spigot draining your life. Be ruthless about that. Be be critical about that. Be careful about that. So if, and this is a massive thing. If it's Facebook yep. that is exhausting you, yep. Yep. say no to Facebook for a week, for a yep. day, for an hour. Right. Right. Say no to that. If right. your technology, the news, you go to bed and you've been watching your technology till the moment you try to go to sleep, say no to the screen Right. That is driving your brain into overdrive. If right. your addiction is sugar and it is hyping you up, say no to sugar. Say no to the to the 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 factors you're ingesting. No to alcohol. Don't don't give up drinking forever. Just take a hiatus till your body can recover. Right. And find out what it is that restores you. Right. Is it laughter? Is it uh, good times? Is it physical exercise? Is it um, watching beautiful sunsets or getting up early or getting back to your guitar or driving your your bicycle? It doesn't matter what it is. What refills you say no. Pick your nose carefully to the things that are whipping you out. Until you are restored, the goal is to recover what has been lost. It doesn't mean that it's going to change the election. Doesn't mean that blue will be red or suddenly we will all be one big purple happy family. It means you can recover if you pick your nose carefully. So that's my principle: pick your nose carefully. That that's that's exactly what I'm going to build off of because it's that very thing. Take those things that are causing you to be depleted and electronics and social media 
the input, the amount of input that you are getting every single day, even if you do this simple practice, which I do, you turn all electronic media off a half hour before you go to bed at night, sit down with something else that's positive, maybe it's listening to just some music, some reading a positive book, reading some articles that, you know, something, but turn the electronic stuff off. Do not have it by your bedside. I say, well, I have my alarm. Okay, then put it across the room. You'll get up and go get it. That's fine. But get it away from you. But do a media fast for a day. You're not going to die. Yeah, you know what? You just aren't. And say, well, people, no, they don't. Of course, your work, you have to do that. But your own personal time, just take a break. Unplug yourself. Because you're, the, the stimulus that's coming into us, we cannot, we're, we, have, we really do not have the capacity as, as individuals to deal with that much stimulus consistently hour after hour after hour. Without to, to some degree, we have to, break, to, but we have to, to come to the recognition some right. people do thrive well on that 24-hour scale. They're yes. not saying I'm exhausted by that. It's the person no. who's saying right. I'm exhausted, help me know what to do, right. that we're saying take a break. And it might be for a day, it might be for a week, it might be for a month. How right. long did it take you to get exhausted? It may take you at least half that amount of time to get back to, out. Yeah. to get restored. So you've no, been in a I bad agree. marriage relationship and it's been going on for 10 years. You're going right. to start to have the recovery of your resources maybe three to five years from right. now because right. how deeply exhausted you are. When you right. go through a, when a, a community like Southern California goes through a drought that lasts 25 years, not enough rain for 25 years. Three rainstorms are not going to rebuild the right. aquifier. They're, it's not going to happen. So it's going to be years of rain that restores that aquifier beneath the ground, the ocean underneath the soil. Right. And that's the way depletion works. So figure out where you're depleted. Say no to the things that are depleting you. Say yes to the things that, that refresh you at least for a time period so you can begin to recover. Right. All right. Well, you know what? Your idea was good. My, see, you. mine was negative. Pick your nose. Yours was positive. Well, we try to help here. We don't balance, you know? Nice job. Well, so that's why we're gripping reality. So where can they find us? We're on YouTube right now. We're going other places too, but it's at Gripping Reality, uh, Mike and Mike on YouTube. And they can email You can also go to Why Do People Act That Way Facebook, uh, Facebook page, website. Type in Mike with a Y, Mike with an I. Send us an email. You can't find any of this stuff. Send Mike or Mike, whichever one, at grippingreality.com. We'll get the email. We'll, we'll help you find what you need. All right, it's out there somewhere. Enough. Hey, you people are not stupid out there. You, you found this. You found right. this. I if you found you, this, you can find other stuff. You can find stuff. the other stuff. Good grief. They're not babies, All right. Mike. Okay. All right. We'll if there's any soon. babies watching, this is, this is for uh, PG-13 and above. All right. So if you're a baby, don't watch this. <laughs> Next time. Next time.